Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. I got my ADHD medication stolen from me in Bali. What? Housekeeping stole my <gasps> ADHD medication. The Are you on Dexies? All the Ritz. Dexamphetamine. Oh, I was going to say, they stole your Ritz, mate, but they stole your Dexies. They stole my Dexies. Oh. Hello and welcome to the Self Love Club, the podcast chatting about stuff that matters. Created and hosted by me, broadcaster Belle Crawford. On the show, it's a chit-chat episode. These feature in between our guest interview-style episodes and my friend Anna scarborough Rawson is joining us. We always have a lot to chat about, a lot of laughs, but also a lot of honest chats about our mental health and just everything. We discuss how we've found things one years on from both being diagnosed with ADHD. We actually have an episode we recorded last year after we'd both been diagnosed around the same time. I'll leave that episode link in the show notes in case you want to listen after this. Also, what are beige flags? And Anna had a hair fail. A quick trigger warning, when we discuss ADHD in females, we mention briefly a statistic around self-harm. We don't discuss this in depth, but I wanted to give you a heads up. If you or someone you know is struggling, I've left some places you can get help in the show notes. Before we get into it, please make sure that you're subscribed on your podcast app, hit follow on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and follow us at Self Love Club Podcast on Instagram. Does it just get faster the older you get? I reckon, yeah, time, maybe it's because we have more responsibilities, I don't know, and just time just goes. They sleep. Yeah. You're just constantly awake. <laughs> maybe that's why. <laughs> You'd think that would make the days seem longer, but I mean, they do, but. The yeah. days seem long. Yeah, it's a short, <laughs> oh my God, that's just another cliche. <laughs> you know you're a mom when. Right, just quoting Instagram things. Yeah, Freddie started school a couple months ago. That's been um interesting. Jagger. Jagger's Jagger. He's just a little tyrant, really. I texted my husband the other day and I was like, he's either going to be really successful and be a CEO or he's going to overthrow a government. And Tom was just like, the sooner he does either, the better. <laughs> he's just a, I don't know, he turned three last week and he's just got this like burst of testosterone or something. Anyway. Yeah. I'm alive. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, thank you. Uh, and also you've been having... Oh, I'm not laughing at you, but yesterday you text me and you're like, "What did you say? I've had a hair, I've had a hair fail or something." Yeah, I broke my own rule. I swore I would never ever box dye. Like I don't pretend that I know what I'm doing at all. But I don't know what's the cutoff for a quarter life crisis. I don't want people thinking like I'm lying about my age, but I'm not old enough for a midlife crisis. But I'm obviously having some sort of identity crisis because I thought that it would be a really good idea to box dye my hair after a lifetime of being blonde mm. so I was kind of a blonde, which my a hairdresser did that was fine but it was semi-permanent and it faded heaps and I thought I'll just like try a mid-brown and it went quite dark and then I TikTok did me dirty like <laughs> it really did I was googling at home, colour removing, and then um, they all said crush up heaps of vitamin C pills and mix it with dandruff shampoo. Oh my gosh, did you do this? Yeah, I did it. So I did and it. I did it. <laughs> I did it once, and I was banging out the pills, and I just got a little bit lazy because it was taking a long time. So the first time I did it, it was more like it was just big chunks of tablets in my hair. When it was down, it was kind of patchy, like I would have a circle and then 
not so good. So the second time I did it, I used my Thermomix to blend up the vitamin C tablets. And that was that was good. It was like a powder. But it didn't really work. So then I went back online <laughs> and I found... Did you not think, okay, let's go to the hairdresser? I mean, yeah, I mean, good on you for DIYing and, and your way out of this. But did you not think, okay... You should understand, of all people... Of all people, ADHD, yeah. hyper-focused. Um, so <laughs> Chemist Warehouse had like a colour remover. TikTok, again, this girl went from like dark red hair back to normal colour. And I thought, it's just a semi-permanent. I just thought it would take off the dark colour, give me back whatever it was before. And I'll go back to my hairdresser. She can fix it. She won't know I did anything. <laughs> and I don't know, but it went ginger. Like it fully went ginger. I have washed it a few times with dandruff shampoo since. <laughs> That was yesterday. Were, were we a little head and shoulders girly at the moment? Yeah, I, yeah. I had to go and buy some. Yeah. Um, and when I bought some blue shampoo, I've blue shampooed the shit out of my hair. I was just about to cry, honestly. I text my sister-in-law, who's a hairdresser, and I was just like, help, Jagger. He saw my hair, and he was just like, why are your hair yellow? <laughs> and I was I just like, laugh crying. I just, I don't know. It's like a dark auburn at the moment, really. It's not as bad. Like, it's not as, you've obviously got it down from how ginger it was, but then also it is tied up. So people will be able to see a video of this. It's. I don't think it's as bad now as you think, but also at the same time, I completely get when your hair's not right, It it's awful. Like, it just makes you feel yeah. so terrible it's not me it doesn't suit my skin tone it makes me look even more tired it's not for me love red hair on other people but just on mm. me absolutely not I feel like I'm walking around with a big sign on my forehead saying I fucked up like look at my hair so that is hopefully gonna be fixed tomorrow I don't know do I do I go back to what I've been my whole life I feel like I've given up you know like I, mm. I tried something and then I've just <laughs> given up and I've gone back and I've been like <laughs> you're like it didn't work it was too hard it was or too do traumatic I, yeah. do I persevere and just keep trying to find a different shade like a maybe like a light light brown I don't know I, I have no idea yeah it is tricky when you go from and yeah it You've obviously tried to do it yourself, which look, hats off to some Kiwi DIY, but yeah, when you see I did this, I I mean, I instantly knew, I was like, okay, I get it, ADHD, she's gone down an impulsivity, hyperfixation, and you know, you are clever, you are creative, you're able to sort of get stuff done. Not that done. clever, not that creative, but obviously. Was, was it dandelion? <laughs> Vitamin C and what? Dandruff shampoo. Oh, I thought you said you dandelion. Putting, I thought you said you were putting dandelion in your hair, and I was like, okay, hang on a second. When you when you're putting dandelion in your hair, it's I, time to, to call in the professionals. Oh, I don't even know. I don't know what that plant would look like if I found it in my garden. I'd love to know the the reason for anti dandruff shampoo and vitamin C because vitamin C would be full of citrus and acidic. So maybe that's think, why my hair's gone orange. Yeah, not. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but what was the reasoning it's why it works stunk on too. TikTok? Why did they say it works? Oh, I don't know. I did. I do hear it, but again, my my I have this issue. I can't recall it. The first shampoo I actually used, I found it out in my husband's shower, and it was a de- like a Head and Shoulders, but it was a green apple one. It smelled like green apples, and it was green. So I think it made my hair go a little bit green at first. Like the brown had a bit of green tinge to it. Then I went and bought the normal one. But the colour remover, my God, it stunk so bad. My hair stunk all night. Like, I've washed my hair so many times to try to get it out. And it's supposed to be natural and, like, no nasty shit. You cannot tell me it smells. It smells like something crawled in that bottle and died. (laughs) And you can't tell me that there's nothing nasty in it because it smelled rank. 
<laughs> I don't know. It just yeah. so bad. Oh, no. Anyway. Yeah. You made it all those years through the pandemic. You know, everyone was probably had lots of these issues, like these situations yeah. at home. And you, we, we were like, no, hands off the box, though. No matter how bad it gets, we're not. We'll literally be fully brunettes by the time this thing's over. But you managed to get through and then. I, I just, I literally was about to shave my head last night. Oh no, we were going full Britney. I think it was it was a bit of a Britney moment because I had cut my hair last year and it was quite short. I am now growing it out, so I didn't have that change to do. I was like, well, it has to be a color. Yeah, it's like anyway. when we when we need a change, what do we do? We we cut our hair. I know. Therapy jupe. Yeah, no idea. Yeah, no. Uh, it is a tricky one when you go from blonde to being brunette, but yeah, maybe just stick to your um, hairdresser. I know because I've done it myself recently and depending on what colour you're at, it's a real science to it and it will, if you've been blonde and they want you to go darker, it will fade faster. So they kind of, remember my my hairdresser put something in between the semi-permanent to help like otherwise it would basically be, you know, like it doesn't last a really long time and I've learnt semi-permanents will last however many washes essentially. Same with like a toner, so they will so it's a bit of a process to probably get it how dark you want. I feel like I've learned a lot about hairdressing over the years from changing your hair. And now he uses a semi-permanent, which means you don't get regrowth. Because a permanent, if you did a permanent, we'll probably achieve the color you want for longer period. But then you'd have this line, which is like, I mean, you can do that if you want and go get it touched up. But not everyone wants that. And now he's actually using a toner. So it's a really good toner in my on my normal hair. So it just makes it a bit more chocolatey. Can you just do it yourself, bypass him? Or is that how we, that's how I got in this problem? Yeah, yeah. but it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because when we're blonde, we trust the hairdresser. But I think for a lot of people, when they're brunettes, they'll think they'll just do it themselves. Yeah. But I just don't, I don't know. I've done a lot of box dyeing in the past when I was younger. Um, and it, honestly, the color buildup of it, it isn't always the best. I mean, I'm sure there's people that are out there that box dye and nail it, and that's all good. But I just don't trust it. And the stuff that's in the shops isn't always very good. You don't know the quality of it and like what color it's going to go. Yeah. yeah. And also another thing I've got is these, and again, you just need more products. I've been using this conditioner and shampoo that is purposely for like chocolatey brown hair. So like if you had red hair and you might get a special shampoo to keep the color more red, this one helps the chocolate stay in. So there are different things like that you can use as well. And it's an, it's a, it's Davenous, so it's like they're quite natural products. But yeah. Do you still have your extensions in? Yeah, I actually got new ones. So these were actually kind of a blondie when I started. Not super blonde because we I wasn't sure. You know, when you go from blonde to brunette, you're not sure how long you're going to stay doing it. Yeah. But I just absolutely love it. And it's back to my, I guess it's quite close to my natural. It's just more chocolatey now, so... Yeah, I love it. It's so good. And it's funny because yeah, I it. thanks. I didn't think I'd go I've been balayage for and blonde for probably like six or seven years. Mm. On and off. So yeah. Change is good. I don't know what I want. I've got to figure it out in the next like twenty four hours. That's okay. You could always do it in between. You know, you do how dark do you want it? Dunno. That's okay. Okay. But you don't want to go back blonde? Dunno. <laughs> okay, well good luck with that. <laughs> no, and I'm just think shaving it and starting fresh, seeing what's underneath there. You're lucky that you suit both. You look really good blonde, but I really when I saw a photo the other day with it brunette, I really liked it as well. I should have just left it. I don't know why I did it. I I don't know. I, I really know, don't I know. Why. know. It's, it's just ADHD, it's that impulsivity thing. I'm also not taking my meds that much <laughs> yeah. anymore. Maybe that's why. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I should take my meds a bit more. We can go into it more deeper on another episode, but 
we did talk last year about how we both got diagnosed with ADHD around the same time. And remember mm. we had a coffee and you were like, oh my God, I've been diagnosed with ADHD. And I was like, oh my God, no way. Me too. And so then we did do an episode talking about our process of how that went down. And it's interesting because we've talked about ADHD on the podcast a bit now. I get messages all the time from people who've listened and then gone and got diagnosed. Yeah. Um, I thought we could, yeah, we could touch on year on and how we're going. A lot of people are getting diagnosed at the moment and some people are saying, oh, it's a trend. But the more I've listened to stuff from experts, there's a really good book I've listened to as well by a psychiatrist who specializes and I'll leave the details in the show notes. It's basically a generation of women and multiple generations that just weren't diagnosed. So that's why it's happening at what might seem a greater amount because we literally were not diagnosed as children because we taught to mask our like yeah. to fit into society to be good girls mm. mask ourselves and I just became so good at masking yeah and so in the 1970s when they created when they you know were working on ADHD they only looked at it in boys they didn't think it existed in women so it's completely different and it's only now that they're going hang on, yeah, women mm. do have it. Even though it's a relief to get it, it's not like, I don't think the last year has been easy. In fact, it's kind of at times you have more questions and because you've got to this point in your life, yeah. with it, you know what I mean? And I feel like I've had to learn a lot and thankfully there are a lot of resources for free online, you know, like po- there's some great podcasts now, some books, but it's almost like you need a lot of, you, there needs to be like a support school or like some sort of, support after you get your diagnosis because you're sort of given this thing it explains stuff it makes you feel less like a I guess a failure or whatever but then you have to then try change things in your life and and go forward with that when you've lived so long without knowing yeah it's weird I mean the first little while you're kind of trying to figure out or I was trying to figure out what is me and my quirks and then what is ADHD when I found out I don't know about you I was really struggling at the time everything comes to a head and then I mean it takes so long as well to get a diagnosis too like I've a few quite a few people have reached out to me since last year and have either just been diagnosed or found they out they have been or are waiting for a diagnosis you find out usually when you're really struggling and you've either hit rock bottom or you're on your way down and trying to like put the pieces back together having learned something about yourself but then trying to figure out like is this me or is like mm. and but not also not trying to blame the bad parts of you on ADHD like oh it's not, I'm not a bad person it's just my ADHD or something so yeah and then I was taking my medication because of my medical history there really aren't a lot of medical like different types of medicine available for me to try and they only give you such a short supply basically all the drug dealers ruined it for people that actually Mm. need ADHD right like a month's supply and if you try and contact your doctor too soon they will oh I have a funny story I got my ADHD medication stolen from me in Bali what housekeeping stole my (gasps) ADHD medication the first day they came and did it and it wasn't I had like my bag of my medical stuff and it was a zip bag not a clear one like a a travel pouch yeah it wasn't zipped closed but the flap was closed nothing was sticking out and it was with some of the toiletries and the net it wasn't until because I take it we've gone I taken it we've gone out for breakfast and then the next morning I was looking for it and I was like "Mm, that's really weird can't find it said something to Tom later on that day I look we both looked everywhere over the next couple of days we looked this whole like villa upside down and the only conclusion we could come to was it's been taken when we asked them 
the language barrier was a little bit different off. Then I Googled it. He Googled it actually. And dexamphetamine in Bali, totally illegal. There's an Australian waiting to face 20 years in jail or something like that for bringing dexamphetamine in. So Tom's like, of course they saw it. They saw a dr- like a drug that is illegal here. Are you on Dexies or the Ritz? Dexamphetamine. Oh, I was going to say, they stole your Ritz, mate, but they stole your Dexies. They stole my Dexies. Oh. Like, they would have seen it. This is like an amphetamine. It's illegal here. You're going to take it. You're not going to report it. That's barley. So, like, you can go into a pharmacy and say, like, I've got ADHD. What can you give me? Because they just ha- give everything out willy-nilly. Anyway, I was so desperate. That's what I tried there, like, equivalent of Ritalin. Oh, so you went and bought some Ritz. Can you yeah. just get it over the counter mm-hmm. there? Yeah. So even if you did have it or didn't have it? Yeah, that's what you're, you're walking down the street and they're yelling out like Valium, Valium, <laughs> like Ritalin. That's just what they, uh, yeah. yeah. So I took one the next day and I just didn't like how it made me feel because I spoke to my doctor when I got back and he said they're very similar what they sell, but they're not exactly the same. So it just made me feel weird. So I yeah. didn't take it. So that, that holiday was actually quite hard. But yeah. since I got back, I, <laughs> another really like kind of, weird holistic thing I've been celery juicing I did it a few years ago for my skin actually pretty much just a whole a whole thing of celery every day I do it the night before it's got to be less than 24 hours old when you drink it and like the leaves and whatever and juice it it's got to be I think 18 ounces so it's about two cups you drink I drink it first thing in the morning on an empty stomach Uh, it's really anti-inflammatory getting like toxins out there I I won't even pretend that I can explain the benefits of celery juicing I like celery not that nice though to drink like a whole thing mm. of celery I don't know if it's a placebo thing but I just feel a lot clearer in the head I'm not reaching for a coffee first thing in the morning I'm drinking less coffee and I also find that I'm a bit more sensitive to my medication I just it's been making me quite anxious so I mm. have kind of been taking less or haven't been taking it yeah I'm doing a few stupid things like dyeing my hair though so yeah. obviously it is really tricky to get the combination right because there's so many, I've learned through stuff I've read and listened to from experts, there's so many factors. So obviously like anything, when you take a medication, it's not going to fix everything, but there's like nervous system. Like my, I've had to learn things with my nervous system yeah. regulation and it's so good that you're not, I'm the same. I haven't been having coffee first thing anymore. I definitely wait and have breakfast more. But yeah, last year was interesting. Um, did you find, because, you know, a lot of people when they go on it, it's known to suppress your appetite. Mm. I actually wasn't eating really very well last year in terms of I wasn't hungry. So I I was eating, but I couldn't really, I wasn't hungry enough to properly eat until dinner once my meds had probably worn off. Mm. And then I would be hungry at night, so I would snack. And I actually gained weight um, and was living on coffee. And I think I was quite stressed, like living in yeah. stress mode. And it's interesting. Um, and I've not actually talked about it because I'm very conscious about, I think you are as well. Yeah. Because we both have, have histories of eating disorders. I've actually lost quite a bit of weight since mm. last year, like probably over 11 kilos now. And so, yeah, it's been an interesting one, just learning different things about your nervous system. And again, I've always been, I've been worried to share that because I'm not, I don't know, you know, like it's funny back in the past would be like, this is how much weight I've lost. Whereas yeah. now I'm very sensitive because you don't need, you don't have to feel that pressure. I don't want anyone else to feel that pressure. Mine was yeah. stress and health stuff. And now I've actually just been focusing on actually eating properly and making sure I'm eating good protein and not just living on coffee and then eating at dinner time. Yeah. yeah, and also like I know last year there was a bit of stuff online about how it was like a fad 
being diagnosed and people were trying to get it for the drugs because like, one, one thing is you can lose weight because mm. you it makes you not that hungry. I mean, yeah, I was also last year when I was diagnosed, I was making a conscious effort to be healthier, but it did not make me very hungry. Mm. So I, I mean, I, I did lose some weight. People said I looked like I lost weight, but I wasn't really aware of it. And like, I didn't say that was why for sure. I don't know if it's just been on it for a while now that that side effects worn off. Like I, I just feel normal kind of mm. hunger. Yeah. But yes, I definitely, one thing that I do regardless of what I'm on or not is snack at night is one of my things. And that is also an ADHD thing. It's, it comes down to impulses. It comes down to your serotonin. It comes to like you're just looking for a, that instant dopamine. There are so many reasons why people with ADHD like tend to binge eat or snack at night. I'm not saying like I binge eat, but it just mm. tends to be the time you're so busy during the day, you're not that hungry. And then like nighttime, you're just like, whoa, I am hungry yeah but that is definitely a side effect yeah we don't really want to glamorize it because it's not no. glamorous like it's not a glamorous side no you're not usually not for a good reason like you're not eating well you're not eating properly but I just made some tweaks and made sure I was drinking more water I don't think last year I drank enough water now um, I have an yeah. app on my phone to like make sure that I'm drinking enough water each day <laughs> I know, I'm going through a dry sprout at the moment I'm just not drinking enough water and it's not good you notice it in so many like aspects it pops up but mm. conscious effort to do that I don't yeah. need another app notifying me that I <laughs> need to do something like oh. my watch telling me time to stand up or breathe <laughs> like oh. yeah mine got to my point where I was like I have to do that or else I'm probably not I'm gonna shrivel up and dehydrate yeah just another notification oh. for me to ignore you know <laughs> I've got like 3,000 unread emails or something like oh, that. Oh, I saw that. It's so bad. Just turn them, I would turn it off if I, I know, were you. but it's just enabling me to ignore my problems. I only get notifications for, I've done this for years. From social media, I don't get notifications. I've turned them off years ago. Yeah, what about so your emails? Because that's just emails. Turn it off. Only get them when you check it. Because it's not like, you know, I don't think our brains are designed to have a million pings going off throughout the day. This just shows you the two types of people there are. Like yeah. there's my husband who cannot go to sleep until all his emails are cleared. Like and then he'll have move it to a different folder or whatever. <laughs> the ones that need attention straight away in the morning. Like he has he cannot go to sleep. And then there's me who's <laughs> literally got over three thousand unread emails. I just need to like blow the email up account up. And start a new one. Start a new email, yeah. And unsubscribe. I've been Do you know how hard it is to start a new email, though, now? Like, picking a username that's not taken. Oh, yeah, and then you'll have all these numbers and random oh, underscores. It'll and be like, a dot whatever at, <laughs> like, 10075 a million. Like, is it easier to unsubscribe to heaps of... Are you getting lots of mailer things? Because I Yeah, feel it's a like, mix of that stuff, too. I mean, cost of living... I feel like the shops, I mean, they're probably just trying to make a buck. You're, some places are sending you an email every day. I'm sorry, that's too much. I've unsubscribed to heaps of things like that. Just go through and, I mean, I, yeah. Un, it's probably like, some ways it's probably easier just to start again, but then, you know, maybe try unsubscribing to heaps. I go through phases where I unsubscribe a lot, but then you'll go on a website and they'll be like, you've received 10% off yeah. your and like, I never end up buying anything, but I'm like, one day I might, I want that. So then it's like for every one you delete, there's another coming yeah. in your email. And then I miss the important ones like from school and daycare and the ones I actually need to, but yeah, it's just an ADHD thing. Or also having the ability to... I hate clutter and I really like to organize but then I can completely ignore my pile of mess or whatever in my head that's organized mess I know where everything is or going through phases where organizing everything and 
makes me really anxious around mess and then it just I burn out like it, it exhausts me and then things just pile up again Still to come, we continue chatting about our experiences after our ADHD diagnosis and as always chatting openly about our mental health and lives. And we know what red flags and green flags are, so what are beige flags? Maybe yours are similar to ours. We'll be back after a quick break. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. I guess the hardest part I found is my whole life, really the all or nothing. There's no in between. Like people say I'm rip shit and bust and that is absolutely it. I just there's no kind of in between. I'm I'm really doing something or I'm not. Yeah, it's like the ADHD burnout's real, right? Mm. And now that I know more about it, I can recognise my patterns of yeah, like going so far into everything and probably overdoing it because I just get so fixated or doing too much of it. I saw an example of oh, the house is a bit messy, let's give it a quick tidy and then next minute you're scrubbing the walls, you know, and that's kind of how you and I are with stuff. We go, oh, there's a few bits of clothing to put away. Oh, let's, this, is a good, this is a good time. Let's take a, everything out a, that I own yeah. and just, yeah, no. I 11 know. o'clock at night to do a full resort, go through all our, you know, clothes that we could get rid of and it's exhausting, but yeah. that's, that's how our brains are wired and it's really hard to unlearn things that are, Obviously, you've done for a really long time, but it's also how your brain is wired to do things. So, yeah, that's one thing I've found really hard now that I know more about it is the ADHD burnout. But then I've really struggled as well with from that to the it's called ADHD paralysis, where you're literally ah, oh. where you're stunted and you and you and it, and it makes you feel. This is a really common thing I've realized through listening to experts and other people share their stories is it makes you feel even more like a failure, which you already have that programming in your brain because you know there's stuff that needs to be done, but you overwhelm yourself so much or you've gone too hard out that you are literally just paralyzed with fear yeah. and procrastination. And it just makes it, I've it's really awful. struggled with that. Yeah. It's usually when you've pulled everything out and it'll be over something really stupid like, do I put this? thing back over here or over here like trying to get my organization system in place I could spend like I could lose an hour or something and I've got very limited time before it has to be all done and then I just end up kind of shoving things in and it's better but it's not like perfect it paralyzes it's actually it is really hard and then like wasting so much time on things that don't need that much time wasted on them but it's almost but like in my like, head like yeah. it's got to be perfect and no one else appreciates it and then kind of being like oh like <laughs> no one recognizes that like you've not seen how good the fridge looks you know <laughs> I spent, I so spent my whole day <laughs> color coding this fridge or yeah kids toys honestly I think a lot of the ADHD symptoms for me became really recognizable I might not have been diagnosed for another how many ever years down the track becoming a mum and just the struggle with everyday things that other people seem to do fine with like 
I just found them totally overwhelming and then also noticing a lot of these traits now being diagnosed in my eldest son but him being a boy you'd think it's more hyperactive and I would have said hyperactive but I actually think he is quite a bit more a bit more inattentive he's already got such a big critic and is such a perfectionist and he's a real deep thinker he's super creative I just see so much of it in him but he's still too young for a official diagnosis yeah there's so many things to consider but it's just it was a real eye-opener becoming a mum and kind of having things unravel yeah, and that's when it tends to happen for a lot of people. Mm, when it's a cliche. Yeah, when they either become a mum or their load becomes too much, and that's when it happened for me. It had been raised when I was younger, but I, you know, because of all the, I guess, lack of understanding, and for me as well, comparing it to people I knew with ADHD, mine didn't yeah. look the same. But yeah. when, for me, it wasn't having kids, which I'm glad I've had it before I get to that stage, yeah. but it was when I was running my own work and then doing lots of other work and it was just all too much. And yeah. then also the, yeah, just learning about dopamine and serotonin and all those levels. And if they're not good, then if it's something that's literally happening in your brain, let's just get it sorted and, mm. and move on from there. And so I think it has been really great that we've been able to do that, but it is a real process afterwards trying to figure it out. Hey, and just yeah, what works for you? Cause it's not the same for everybody yeah and it's a tricky one too because at the moment I would like to change my medication I'm on short release one so I take four throughout the whole day and having to remember that your ADHD there's a reason like yeah take four minutes yeah and they said send alarm but I'm like (laughs) iPhone alarms give me I hate the sound of them I have to wake up with that sleep thing whatever it is it's way more calming I don't like it otherwise you turn your phone right down it's like you get like literally a heart attack from just waking up in the morning and if if I've had a bad night's sleep or the kids have been up I find myself like just lying there because I don't want that to wake them up because they've just gone back to sleep so I'm just like lying there like my alarm's gonna go off I don't want to wake them up yeah I just I don't like alarms I don't need an alarm I've got kids (laughs) yeah yeah so Um, I wanted to change my medication but then you have to pay this is I really hope they change this because there's so many people that really cannot afford any of this stuff and they're the ones worse off that are affected by ADHD like I listened to something recently where they were saying that the impact of people not being diagnosed with ADHD is extreme like it's so terrible and so we're lucky enough to be able to do that but for people that kind of it's it's an expensive thing to get diagnosed and then to even change your medication so I can't actually go to my doctor to change my medication I have to then go to the psychiatrist yeah. which is another four hundred dollars yeah. which is so expensive and then every month like Anna said you've got to get a script and pay for it there's just so many costs. And every two years you've got to get your like yeah you get like this ADHD number we'll be coming up next year to get our renewal process so that's another trip to the psychiatrist yes. for us so I really do hope and it sounds like there is apparently some some work on it I just think they need to and it's it's so ridiculous that we're still there's people I know in my family who have been going through this process for 20 years now and it's just so much money so you can imagine if people can't afford to do that well you're more likely to it's sad truth is you're more likely to end up mm. in prison like that's shown for boys that have got undiagnosed ADHD like prison doing really stupid risky things mm. getting in trouble like getting themselves injured you know, you think about a teenage boy. Think of all the stupid stuff they can do. And then if they've got even worse impulse control. It has dire impacts. And then people, it can do, yeah. People might not have education. They may not have jobs. The right support system. Yeah. Good parents might not have. Yeah, there's so many reasons why it could end up 
So bad. And for women, if they're not diagnosed, they are four times more likely to have issues with self-harm and suicide. That's a really scary fact. Mm. Four times more likely than women who aren't. So, yeah, it's a real, it's, yeah, it's quite serious. That's that's really huge. Yeah. So I really hope that they can make some changes. But anyway, I know that's a little heavy. (laughs) Anyway. I know that's heavy, but it's just. Let's talk about. Yeah. Let's move on (laughs) to something like, but we do acknowledge that we're lucky. But at the same time, I mean, everyone's struggling with cost of living to then have to go just literally imagine just having to change your medication and you have to pay $400 just to change it. Not even. You're living like paycheck to paycheck and everything is every dollar is accounted for you don't have you can't just go change it but i also think it's just unfair that you have to pay that much money like why yeah. should, you know what i mean like why should you have to it's ridiculous yeah you've already got the diagnosis i think also it's been really helpful social media tiktok all the downfalls that it has it has been really good to get informed but it's almost i'm a little bit it's gone the other way like now i think like, i don't know what's wrong with me i see all these things pop up about mum burnout and like dysregulation and being um, overstimulated, and I'm like, I don't know, I'm overstimulated, I'm dysregulated, I've got ADHD, I've got burnout, I don't know what's wrong with me. Mm, yeah, There's it, too it, many names for stuff, <laughs> like I think we just need to stop. There's too many names, everything's got a name, I don't know what's wrong with me anymore. <laughs> it's information overload. It is. Yeah, so it's, I guess be careful about what you are consuming, and you know, we do see so many jokes about ADHD, but it's also like, pretty shit and hard to live with something your brain's not your friend all the time I know what you mean there's so much but I just I'm now trying to stick to um, not not yeah not trying to learn about it online and it just it does overwhelm you and yeah just try to stick to some of the experts I'll I'll share this guy that I found not to again overwhelm you more with giving things but (laughs) I think less I think less is more and but I'm going to give you more here's some more but what I what I mean is when it comes to our nervous systems to try do keep it simple you know things that we can do like not drink coffee first thing not live on coffee even though we freaking love coffee you and I um and just simple things you can do and there I'll leave a link in the show notes of an episode I did with an expert on this she had some and it's just like stuff that you can do in your day even if you are really busy there are little things we can do I think also like we know a lot of what we should be doing, but we choose not to. And naughty. When I was at my most anxious a few weeks, a few months ago, I would have a coffee and some some like pre-workout on my way to the gym. I'd be getting to Pilates and I'd just be like buzzing like, oh my God, my heart is going to... And then by, by like lunchtime, <laughs> when I'd be so exhausted because I felt like I've been running a marathon and yet your, my, my chest hurts. I'm like, I felt like I was having a heart attack. But I mean, I was overloading too many stimulants totally and now I've gone just totally the other way um so once again like one extreme or the other should probably just not Mm. do either it's often we know the things that we're meant to do you know and it's often until you get to that really bad place that you Mm. actually make a change like I've been drinking decaf coffee for a little while and that was to do with hormonal stuff that was going on apparently so I was like oh I I couldn't cut it all together I've still got 30% in the decaf so yeah I know it's not the best to have I did I did go off it completely but I'm like oh I need something in my life also like if you're gonna take away like everything don't take away everything that gives me joy in my life yeah. you know like I've barely been drinking one thing in like the day <laughs> that gives you some joy because some days like that cup of coffee might just be the only thing of the day yeah. that gives you joy like have that fucking cup of coffee yeah 
We're allowed it. (laughs) Talking about things that uh, we've seen online, you may have seen this trend of beige flags. Mm. I feel like we've gone, what's it going to be next? Purple flags, you know? Why does everything need a colour? Yeah, so, I mean, we are big fans here on the Self Love Club of red flags, especially when it comes to dating and, you know, things to look out for. It's very important. And then green flags we've seen a lot, which are helpful as well. But now there's the appearance of a beige flag. Apparently there are pink flags too. Don't ask me what they are, but they're like not quite red flags, almost red flags. Okay, yeah. yeah, now we're getting very specific, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, what, like, why does everything need a colour? <laughs> so the beige flags we've seen, you've actually seen there's a few different meanings for it. People have gotten a little confused. I would get it was a bit confusing. The main one that people seem to be doing is their partner's beige flags or things that they do that might kind of be a red flag in the future, but you kind of just keep on living. But, but also it's something that's not like not a, dangerous it's not a deal or not breaker. like not not a deal breaker. Yeah. Just kind of like that's weird. And then um, I found the person that actually, I guess, kind of like coined the phrase beige flag. She's an Australian girl. I'll find her TikTok to give you. But it's originally supposed to be when you're talking. She's talking about dating apps and it's things in their bio or things that they say that just make you feel like they are probably very vanilla and going to be quite a boring person. Yeah, that, that kind of makes Which sense. Which makes more sense to me. Yeah. I don't know. A beige flag and a dating profile might be like something about Harry Potter. For me, anyway. That would be that'd be a beige flag for me. Or it's like, very ironic considering <laughs> your past. Yeah. Or that they... <laughs> I'm not into Harry Potter. Or that they, I don't know, study like a business degree. Like that could probably mean they're quite vanilla. Yeah. She said like having an opinion on... Like whether pineapple goes on pizza or not. Oh yeah, that's she a had some. Very, yeah, it's a very daggy one, isn't it? Yeah, it's like I think her name's Caitlin something. I'll find it. So that kind of makes more sense to me. But the one that everyone's taken a trend and then taken a new meaning on is things in your partner and yourself that aren't great. They kind of annoy you, but they're not serious. They're not yeah. something you would leave them for. Like for me, I would say my beige flag is that I don't clean my car. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm like you. We're very clean. We almost actually compulsively all clean our houses. Um, And my car's not peak filthy and it's not filled with rubbish. But I just, I don't know, I just don't have enough in the tank to... Yeah, I would clean my car, and my boyfriend kindly does it for me. Oh, my well, I, my husband would probably say mine's the same. I was going to ask him what are my beige flags, but I was feeling a bit sensitive about my hair, and I didn't think I could take anything. <laughs> But um, I he would definitely say that because he gets really frustrated with the state of my car. But to that I say you don't drive around to feral children every day, all day. His car is so clean. It still smells like a new car. I think he gets it clean. He also doesn't have permanent car seats in his car. Like he pits, when he has to take the kids out, he t- pits car seats in his car. That's how clean his car is. My car is trash. It's not trash. Like it's not heaps of rubbish. There'll be the odd chip thing. The kids put their feet up on like the leather in front of them and there's like mud. You're like, that's not fair. You're it's, I'm not I don't sit in the back seat. Like <laughs> don't have a go at me about the back seat. I don't sit in the back seat, you know? Yeah. That seems like a little bit yeah, Car. I'm on your side here. Could yeah. he maybe you could job share that one or Every something? Every now and then he know? might, but it's almost like passive aggressive like it's gone it's that bad. Maybe you should. Uh, it's it not actually. It's not that bad. It's no, just I kid. Know. All the mums be like, I'm sure it's not that bad, but it is kind of a little bit because I take pride in yeah. things. No, we like to yeah. take care of things. It's, you know, things will last longer yeah. if we do. I bought a. I, bought, I got influenced. Maybe it was like off TikTok. I bought a car rubbish go. bin. Oh, I've like seen a little those, one. Yeah. And he gave me so much shit for this. He's like, <laughs> the other day he had some rubbish in the car. And he's like, do you have that the world's crappiest rubbish bin somewhere? And he like <laughs> put it in the boot. It is like it didn't quite fit on my car. It was really teeny tiny. It was just 
But I just was influenced. I was like, a car rubbish bin is exactly what I need. But I'm on the hunt for a better one. If anyone can see a better car rubbish bin. This could be a whole, we'll save this for another day. This is a whole other topic. Things we've been influenced to buy because of TikTok or online. I feel like we would both have a lot a lot of things um and hearing that i have seen the little rubbish bins and then does it have the little flat yes yeah I've and it doesn't those. quite fit over my thing i just don't know where to put it it doesn't really quite fit and then i kind of i'm always whacking my leg on it when i'm getting out of the car and then it will like fall off and the other day it like almost the top landed on the road and almost got run over it was just <laughs> like in the mo- i got a bruise on my leg one time from it's just not convenient at all like again whole, did me dirty the whole and again we're sidetracking here anyway. the frank green you know the frank green drink bottles and yeah. they don't fit in anyone's cup holders so you can go oh. to Bunnings and get this pipe thing everyone's oh. been going to Bunnings and getting a bit of pipe that you'd put on a drain and putting their cup in it so it yeah, fits mine in doesn't car. fit and I don't have a frank one but mine doesn't fit all the girls have those like Stanley kind of cups which are short and then really big but yeah. they're a cup and then they've got a big straw like what do you do walking you walk around and they're also heavy like what are you you know it's heavy it reminds me of did you watch emily in paris and a bit of it american yeah. woman what's her name the one who's played by she was I in did Grey's not watch Anatomy. Enough. well she had it just just reminded me when you said that she had this big drink bottle that was basically like a little mini <laughs> i once had like this, a mini um yeah it looks like a weight yeah i had one of those i had a pink one it's probably at home somewhere still. It was ginormous because, again, like I don't drink enough water. And I was like, if I have this, I will drink enough water because it's so big. That's my whole water intake, probably the whole week's intake, to be honest, in one bottle. Yeah. It was way too heavy. It didn't fit in any bag. It was like the heavier than my newborn. <laughs> And it was so heavy and impractical, you didn't take it anywhere. Yeah. And you'd be doing, going around the corner, it's like rolling around. <laughs> and if the lid's off, there's water everywhere. It was Kate Walsh's It takes character. a whole day to fill up. Yeah, no, I like ice in my water. So I'll, Same. I just have to go and put ice in each glass. And now I've got this app, it makes me, I have to get this quota each day. So the whole, again, this, we could save this for the time. The whole Frank <laughs> Green thing. we have My to, watch just told me time to stand up. Yeah. <laughs> we'll save this. But the Frank Green thing, people aren't washing their straws and do you it's so hard to wash those straws in them yeah and I've, I've got one with a straw and they're quite yeah like I had the same thing with the kids drink bottles you're a nightmare to I clean. just want to burn them and, and like get new ones but that's not economical they're just no <laughs> <laughs> yeah or the dishwasher like yeah and they get soap gets stuck up in the bottles and then you go to have some water the next time and it tastes kind of like palm olive or <laughs> <laughs> on beige flags is your what would you say your husband's beige flag is I've got one trying, for mine. I was trying to think about this. You what? go you go with yours first. Let me okay, think. so my partner's beige flag, and he has gotten a little better, is he's not very good at stacking a dishwasher. Oh, that's probably what Tom would say about me. People who don't stack a dishwasher well, it does annoy me a little bit because I'll go in and rearrange it. But yeah, he's gotten a bit better actually, I'd say. But that's probably one of his. He's pretty good, but... I mean, I don't want to be too mean in case no. he listens to this. I feel like I could give you give me five minutes. I could think <laughs> of a shitload, but he cooks for me a lot, so I don't want to like I don't want to him to go on strike and then me have to fend for myself oh, all the time. On Tom's beige, beige flags, probably that he doesn't cook ever. But anyway, um, he <laughs> oh, <laughs> no shade there. No shade. Yeah. It's a bit of a sore topic. He probably won't like that. Um, he will. He gets in these moods every now and then. Like he was on one on Sunday and one on Sunday. He will just like go through the fridge and pull out everything and look at its use by dates. And if it's slightly over, just like chuck everything out. He called me down to the garage on Sunday and he's like, which of these prams don't we need? And Jagger runs down. He's like, I need my big pram. Like I still use both of them. And he's like, well, they're giving me like anxiety having all this shit here. So like just every now and then he goes on these kind of stressy, goes through the fridge. Yeah. 
this was off, this is off. And I'm like, that's not off. Yeah, it's off, technically, <laughs> but it's still good for at least another month. Oh, that's so good. That is, yeah, that's funny. He sort of goes on like a little dad sort of thing. My yeah. boyfriend will do that. That's probably one of my beige flags is that I do keep things. And, and then the, ex- and he'll, he'll always joke with me and be like, this expired in 2021. It's and still good for another five years. This expires really fast. Yeah, it like, does. Yeah, and it's not like I'm keeping milk or anything. It'll just no. be other random things. Like I remember when Like we- non-perishables. So that's yeah. supposed to not perish. Yeah, when we were sick a while ago, I had some, I've got my little medicine cabinet, which I'm sure you do as well. Like yeah. I've got a, I'm basically running a pharmacy in our bathroom. Yeah, I've got a pharmacy at home too. Yeah, and one of the really good throat gargles, that Betadine one, it's honestly the best thing if you've got a sore yeah. throat. And he's like, I had two of them, but obviously I didn't want to waste one and throw it out. And he said, this expired in 2021 or 2022. And I'm like, it's probably still fine. But he just, he finds it really funny. He just it'll go through our shed or whatever and find alcohol that I've been gifted that we it's expired or we haven't drunk Does it. Does alcohol expire? I don't think so. Yeah. And you'll be like, this expired Probably if you keep it in the wrong kind of... Yeah. Um, I saw some beige flags on people's that weren't beige flags. Or like There were people saying that like their boyfriend's beige flag is that he won't stop cuddling them for like a whole movie. Oh, or my, screw up these my trends, beige man. flag is that my boyfriend won't stop calling me until he knows that I got home safe. It's like, no, your boyfriend is being like a good boyfriend. Yeah. Or like, no, your boyfriend feels safe, like you're a safe person. No. People need to learn the trend properly. Go back. If you're making those ones and they're wrong, go back, see the actual definition and do it properly. Or is it a humble brag? They're aware that it's not a beige flag. They just want someone to know how good their boyfriend is. Like, yeah, which mm. is social media to a T, isn't it? Yeah. Really, Everyone just wants to. It's one of those things where we're just trying to find, people are trying to find any opportunity to, you know, share a little something cool about, yeah. you know, nice about their lives. Humble brag. Even though they're probably sharing that video and then they're fighting yeah. with their partner at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> it's always the way. The people that don't show that stuff probably got the best relationships I always wonder that about people that make a living on TikTok or couples that film heaps of stuff is that not just so annoying being on the receiving end or someone does something and you're wondering are you doing this for that or are you doing this because like you actually want to do it Mm. I have TikTok I watch people TikTok now that I I know you never yeah I will never make one though I like TikTok I've been you can follow me Belle underscore Crawford on TikTok I've been really getting into it I like watching TikToks yeah I just personally have too much shame ever to make them myself. Like, I hate talking on camera. I hate, like, and I know a lot of people are really good at it. I just can't. I didn't like drama at school. <laughs> I didn't like acting. Like, I just cannot. Well, you're ending I have up so in much shame. Oh, no, we need, to, we need to get rid of that. But, no, I, but you, you I've also, got a lot of stuff to work on. It's fine. <laughs> don't give me any more resources. <laughs> you also don't need to make them if you don't want to. But in I'm saying not. that, <laughs> these episodes, will be you will be going up on TikTok in these episodes. So you're kind of on TikTok. <laughs> oh, uh, I think yeah. that's all we've got time for. We'll save some of our other things we had on the show for another episode. But honestly, so good to have a chat. So good to catch up yes. and have you back on, which we will do some more now and also it's going to be okay your hair actually doesn't look as bad as you think but oh, I've forgotten about it I get a oh, fright every time I <laughs> see myself in the mirror I refuse to look at myself in but the mirror. tomorrow oh isn't hair day one of the best days ever though getting your hair done there oh, is one no I hate day. it really no I just anything that's supposed to be like self-care I hate getting my nails done hate getting my hair Why? done I wish I could just girl? take my head off leave it there come back pick my hair up 
I, I don't, I can't find it really hard to just sit there for that long. <laughs> well, that's it's a waste of my time. ADHD. Yeah, it's a waste of my time. I've got lots of stuff I should be doing, I think, at home. Yeah, it's good. It's so nice. I love when they do your hair all pretty. And actually, speaking of nails, I have had shellac on my nails for probably about six years consistently. I've always had my nails mm. done. It's one, of, it's one of my things. I like having nice nails. And recently, I, because I get such a baby pink colour, what's the point? I get like bubble bath, which is basically like natural nails anyway. Mm. So I had them taken off and I've gone on natural. I did my own ones the other day. I, I mean, it's fine, but... I went through that phase. I ended up buying like an at-home like nail builder. It's called the Gel Bots, a New Zealand company. I bought the whole kit. I'm going to save money. I'm going to do this myself. It took me so many hours because I'm like a perfectionist and it, they looked crap and then getting them <laughs> off and I hyperfixate again. I just thought I could do this myself. Can't be that hard. Just leave it to the professionals, mm. honestly. And now I'm just back to where I started, really. Yeah, I probably will go back, but it's going to be a nice little money saver each month for a little while. You know, cosy living, as they're calling it. Yeah. You've got to think of little hacks. You're welcome to try my, <laughs> my kit. <laughs> oh, awesome. Thanks so much. And right. we'll catch you soon. Bye. That's all we've got time for. If you enjoyed this episode with my friend Anna, we have heaps more. I'll leave some links for you to listen in the show notes. The most helpful way you can support us is to subscribe or follow on your podcast app. Hit those buttons now. This is actually the most important way you can support us. It's super helpful and it means that we can find new listeners every week and grow. Also, select automatic downloads and leave us a five-star rating. And if you're enjoying listening, write us a kind review. This helps other people find us and in the charts. Send the link to your friends, get everyone listening to the Self Love Club and follow us on Instagram at Self Love Club Podcast where you can watch videos of this conversation and keep up with our daily content. I'm at Belle Crawford on Instagram, Belle underscore Crawford on TikTok and join our private Facebook group. Details for all of these with direct links are in the show notes. New episodes are released on Mondays from 5am New Zealand time. I'll catch you soon. Ellie the most. Bye.